0: The sports desk. I am your boy Tiger Woods, and I am no longer a full-time professional golfer. I am joined by my co-host of an evening,
1: and please say who you are. How you doing, guys? It's Lou. Sorry, Pam. I'm sorry. You got Uh, Lou. (laughs) All right, it's Lou back for another week. Let's uh, let's get this off. Go ahead, Pam. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) No, you all good. I just didn't want the awkward silence. Hey everyone, it's Pam. I am back. I know I can't sing. Don't don't worry about it. But I know wrestling, and we'll get into that. Next.
3: Um, and I am the cop who arrested Zach Stacy. <laughs> 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 oh
2: wow. Oh, man. We signed off on
0: that note. Okay. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. I'll be- I hope everyone had a very, very enjoyable Thanksgiving with with your loved ones, you ate lots of turkey, watched some terrible football, um, drunk a lot, and hopefully did not get out. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I, your, I you start pulling out.
3: <laughs> yeah, pull out. I don't have yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have what that does that be- mean? I don't the only thing that needs anymore. to be stuffed the last Thursday of November is the fucking turkey. Stop going in raw and leaving your stuffing in her muffin. You know what I mean? Who said that?
2: <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> you, are you speaking just for yourself? Because you can't speak for everybody now. Some I, I'm people like for anybody sucked. in earshot. So, some, oh. some people do like a. Some
3: people do like a little scramble with the egg, and it's okay. That, yeah, it's fine. That, that, that's fine. Mm. All, all mm-hmm. I'm saying is sometimes the scrambled eggs a little bit runny. And um cream piece. Ain't it supposed uh, to be?
4: You
0: know, I am going to shut up. I'ma shut up. Oh, anyway, my Lou, goodness. how was your, oh my god. Yeah.
1: Lou, how was your Thanksgiving? You? It was good, man. we uh I spent it with the in-laws. Um We have we had fun, played some games, watched the TV, you know, like you said, watched some crappy ass football. But other than that, it was good. It was good. Thank you.
0: All right. No problem. No problem. Uh, Pam, how about you? How was your Thanksgiving?
2: Uh, Interesting. My first time at my husband's side of the family's uh, house. And I don't eat pork. Fun fact. And everything had pork in it. Green beans. You name it. Stuff in the turkey was even wrapped in pork. So I didn't get to eat Thanksgiving. I had Wawa for Thanksgiving. So that was my thing. Uh, to I, I mean, Wawa is that is, is the bomb.com
0: but it is, wow.
2: but not for things. <laughs> not for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you
0: know, Wawa is bomb when you when you've uh, had one too many drinks and you need a sandwich to get you need that pep stuff to go drink some more. That's what Wawa is great for. Trust me, mm-hmm. I know. I survived college <laughs> and great. How about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good,
3: and just you know, spent time with family, I unplugged, I did absolutely nothing. It actually feels good to put your phone down because I felt like I was like completely like outside of the world. I didn't go into any chats, no clubhouse, no Twitter spaces. Um, I still plugged into Twitter every once in a while, but I came out of Thanksgiving weekC thinking of three things, two of them in which you told me. Um, I'm going to start here. Uh, Black Friday Mm -hmm. is an absolute fucking shame Um, There was nothing There's nothing fucking good About Black Friday Unless you can see All I'm going to say is Unless there are clips of people fighting in Walmart Black Friday is terrible And unfortunately this Black Friday Due to COVID and things like that Was worse because there were no deals I posted on Instagram A pair of I guess they were Women's uh, Air Force Ones the normal price of them were, was it ninety nine ninety nine? Right.
2: That was a hundred dollars.
3: Oh, a hundred dollars! Don't forget the penny. Yeah. hundred bucks. They said twenty percent off deal, which made it ninety seven dollars and ninety nine cents. To which I said, you know what? We we have to we, we have to hope that Footlocker goes bankrupt. Footlocker has not been the same since they stopped the two for eighty nine sale. Mm. it's terrible and I I really wish nothing but bad things for Foot Locker Q number two when it comes to Thanksgiving I I have to say this for the I think Q and I we actually became friends because I made this statement and he agreed with me
0: not everybody
3: is allowed to cook for Thanksgiving
0: absolutely
2: say it again
0: say it again absolutely no, look, no, listen. If you, oh, my God.
2: If you know you can't cook,
0: don't make Thanksgiving that time where you say, Oh, I want to try out the newest recipe on exactly. YouTube or on TikTok. Just sit your ass down, get a plate, and eat what everybody else cooked. Yeah.
2: And don't try no recipes from that tasty people where they got yeah. like the little Mountain Dew salads and stuff? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not.
3: Pam, Pam thank, you. thank you for adding to my point and I'm, I'm going to land with this. You people, when I say you, white, black, green, gray, Asian, Hispanic, all, all that shit, all of y'all are fucking nuts because here's the thing. I, I saw something that it disturbed me so much and it wasn't the lack of salt. It wasn't the lack of seasoning. They made a one pan Dish that I know for a fact takes three pans to me. I, I know for a fact. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Man, you, you saw this, right? Yes. I, I, think, I think we both posted it. I was like, there's no fucking way that that food came out evenly cooked. Like, chicken no at like 165 degrees. That. They say you can make this in fifteen minutes. There's no fucking way you can make that in fifteen no. minutes. And the reason
0: why is said, it takes let, let's say, it, hold on, hold on, it, let me, hold on, hold on, me, few,
3: just okay. two, just two points. Point okay. number one: Go ahead. It takes longer than fifteen minutes for pasta. And the reason why I know this to be true is the fact that the fucking instructions that they tell white people in the in the videos use the instructions, the instructions for this pasta set. Al uh, dente, right? That's nine to ten minutes, Al dente right? dente is seven one. minutes. Well, like, se- se- seven minutes, right? But it still takes the water at least two to three minutes to boil, right? Correct.
2: And then Ooh. on
3: top of that, you have to actually cook the chicken. Chicken is not a you know what we call like you know two or three minutes on each side. Like you have to make that 165 degrees. There's no other way mm-hmm. around. It is not a steak. You cannot be like you know what I'm gonna make this medium rare. No, that's just a piece. i uh, <laughs> sorry, a pe- piece
0: of <laughs> you chicken so medium rare You're gonna be in the hospital for food poisoning.
2: Salmonella. You know,
3: I'm I'm, I'm going to do you one better. The video that Pam and I saw. Not only did they use one pan for everything. They cook the chicken <laughs> at the same fucking time that like with the vegetables. I'm talking about the, the chopped up tomatoes, the onion. Like, all kinds of contamination. I, I, I don't know yeah. about you when you cook chicken. Um, I don't I don't know if most people like drain like fat and anything like that. What I do know is if you cook a meat and the fat is in the pan. You usually try to clean the plan before you put the other shit in. They said, oh, no, we're just going to throw everything all in there.
0: To which, you know, see, somebody this is, made is why, hmm? this is why, this is why you have multiple pans. Y'all need to spend, go, you gotta save y'all coins, go to fucking Walmart or Sam's Club or Costco or well wherever you can get kitchen appliances and whatever and buy multiple Pants. There's no reason. I mean, this is no damn reason. Right. Right. Okay, exactly. Which,
3: which leads to point number three for me, Q. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Dear white people, COVID absolutely saved y'all from potlucks. It absolutely fucked the <laughs> because Yes, indeed. No, no, nobody deserves the shit that y'all bring. Can I just? For cake. I want. Actually, I want every, I want everybody in here to give me one thing that honestly, whenever you see it in a dish, that's probably your favorite. It upsets you. I'll start. Cranberries. Fucking cranberries
1: don't belong in everything. I'm sorry, they don't. Raisins. Yeah, why don't you like cranberries? I, I. I was just gonna say, with, exactly what with Pam said. Raisins. Mm-hmm.
3: What what is right. the need for fucking parsley and cranberry and oatmeal raisins and shit. why is it in the mac and cheese?
1: Why oh, parsley? Oh, parsley, parsley is in there just for calorie. Mm, <laughs> Ain't no way parsley doesn't have the no, taste
2: no, no, for no, 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 mac and cheese.
3: Parsley parsley is a thing don't want to eat that is wet and gushy. Okay, can I just say that parsley is not the p word. That we want to eat with something that's (laughs) worth it. That's all I'm trying to say. So I mean, uh, mm, we're set up. You know what? (laughs) See, Pam, you about you know this is this is a all ages over the eighteen over the age of eighteen show. So I'm (laughs) I'm I'm going to be respectful and say this. Q, um, thank you for doing it. What is it? Now we're going on what seven months of the sports test. And he has allowed me to talk my absolute shit every single week. So with this being officially the month, because I still think this is December. The last two days in November don't count to me. um, Mariah Carey, fuck you for that song. Number one. And (laughs) number (laughs) two. I I, want to say happy holidays to you because I don't have to worry about you
0: wearing a Houston, Texas shirt. Now I'm done. That's right. I'm going to go on mute. That's That's right. right. Thank God for that. All right. So, it looks like we got our hot takes out the damn way. So, <laughs> Pam, I turn it over to you for your wrestling update. And I'm sure you have a lot that you would like to share with us. So, the floor is yours.
2: Thank you so much, Q. I really, truly appreciate it. Hey, everybody. I've missed y'all. It's been, what, three weeks? I know Greg was going to say something in the beginning about me being MIA I'm glad he didn't, so shout outs to him for that for finally zipping up and shutting up. We appreciate it, <laughs> it's your, it's <laughs> but there your has been <laughs> there's been a lot that's been going on in uh, wrestling these past three weeks, and I'm gonna be honest, I've been uh, on the road traveling you know uh two weeks ago. has it been two weeks? um one two, yeah, almost three weeks, Wow. Time flies when have fun. Uh, three weeks ago, just about, I went to the big event in New York. I'm not going to dwell too much on it. Would I recommend anyone going to the big event? Yes, if there is someone you really absolutely must see and you feel as though there's no other way for you to meet them. For example, for me, um, that was Kenny Omega. As you guys all know, that is my favorite wrestler of all time right now. Uh, so of course, when it came up for me to meet Kenny for our yearly meet and greet that we have ever since 2017, uh, of course, four year anniversary, why not? And, uh, I also wanted him to see my kid who he named. That's another fun fact about me and Kenny. Uh, so we go and to say that it was a shit show would still be literally putting it nicely. Um, I knew someone who was there from 7 a.m. Now doors opened at 10, uh, 9, 10 o'clock, and it was from 10 to 3. Now I want you to keep that in mind from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. I said, okay. Um, First, we'll even go back a little bit because I'm missing a big part of the story. Um, I go on a Thursday because it's Saturday and Sunday. It's a two-day event, but not every day has the same stars so on thursday i hit them up and i say hey i'm looking to purchase my ticket but i can't purchase the ticket you know what are are you guys sold out they tell me no they're not sold out but to send a paypal request to an email and i'll have a guaranteed ticket but don't tell nobody oops sorry big event i'm telling everybody because it was a shit show uh so i said okay so I did it under PayPal's like, you know, business exchange, because just in case I wanted to have my money back, I get to New York. I fly in that Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, or Friday, one of the two. it was Friday. Cause I saw my nephew Saturday for the first time I get into New York. I make a hair appointment because I'm going to see Kenya. I got to get dolled up. Of course, my hair appointment's at 10. My friend tells me he's been there since 7am doors haven't opened yet. Okay, cool. Perfect. Perfect. I'll be there at like 12 on o'clock. I still 10 to three. I got enough time to meet Kenny. I get there at 1230. My friend who was literally the fifth person in line is still not inside the building and he is fifth in line and I get there and I'm like, hey, why are you not in there yet? Oh, you know, they're doing fast pass first. The line is literally, if anyone's ever been to New York, it is a city block long and it goes around the corner. So to go from one avenue to another, imagine that, and then wrap that around. That's how long that line was. It was ridiculous. And the line was not moving at all. So I go, I have a conversation with security, like, hey, listen, um, I don't know where my ticket is, if I have a fast pass or not. This is what I was told, etc. The guy looks at me, he goes, are you by yourself? I say, yes. He said, okay, F it, come on. Okay. So I skipped my friend who was in line since 7 a.m. And I literally just showed up and was able to get through. Uh, A lot of my friends say it's just the Pam magic. Who knows? Uh, So I go there and I'm like, hey, how much is Kenny? If you've listened to the Melanomat, you know I've discussed the prices. For Kenny before the day of... He was going for about four five hundred dollars. I said, "Absolutely not. I, I will not." On the day of Kenny Omega with Don Callis was one hundred and fifty dollars.
3: my dick. I'm sorry. The
2: way that I was like, you jumped from four five hundred to one fifty. Like, what happened? Why? That's like a three time. That's a a huge gap. But whatever, I paid my one hundred and fifty again. Back to the same PayPal. Email us here, and you can. Okay, cool. So I go, end up having a conversation. I ended up meeting Bret Hart for free. Uh, shout out to Kirk you're awesome. Uh, got to see the big show, got to see a couple other stars. Shout out to Willow Nightingale. She is the sweetest thing ever. Um, so then we go, it's time for me to meet Kenny. I go, they're literally rushing people. You don't even have time for a true meet and greet. It is literally have your phone out, walk up, take a picture and go. My experience kind of went a little bit like this. I went up to Kenny, hey, how's it going? Blah I told him about my daughter. He said, oh, snap. You know, it's so great seeing you. He asked to see the baby. Uh, we go to try to take a picture. Don Callis. Kenny's like, okay, we always do a crazy pose. I have a prom pose with Kenny. It's a whole thing. I said, okay, well, it's three of us. So I hug Don you, and then you hug me. And we do it like that. Don Callis goes, oh, I don't touch people. I don't even hug Kenny. Kenny was all for it, of course, because, you know, it's my faith. That's how he is. Uh, and he's like, Don, just... Just come on. He's like, no, 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 Tyson. Shoot names? Oh, okay. Excuse the hell out of me. Uh, So me and Kenny essentially take the picture and Don is like far away. I don't know how bad it is until after I go, I speak to the head of the big event and say, hey, listen, I paid for a photo with Kenny Omega and Don Callis, not me and Kenny Omega with Don Callis in the background. I would like a redo of my photo. They tell me, okay, fine, not a problem, just wait cool. I'm fine with that. I go, I'm waiting. I'm talking. Uh, I ended up meeting Daniel Bryan for free. He was not feeling too well that day. Gave him some words of encouragement. Uh, he was very happy about that. That was sweet. Now let's fast forward. It's been two hours later. It's now like three 45, almost four o'clock. I go downstairs and I'm like, Hey, uh, what happened to my picture? As I'm going downstairs, Kenny and Don are going upstairs and they're leaving. So now they have left. These people have had me waiting. I'm like, listen, I have a flight. Um, what is going on? They decide to tell me, oh well, we can give you like five signed Kenny Omega pictures, no customization or anything on it, just five signed Kenny pictures for for your troubles. Absolutely not. Uh, you can give me my money back. So then the wife of the owner goes, well, you have a picture with Kenny Omega, so. Uh, technically we can just refund you $50 since that was the add-on for Don Callis. No, you cannot. It was a bundle. I paid for a bundle. I didn't pay for items separately. I want my full money back. Well, just call us on Tuesday. Again, with the sketchy shit. Okay, not a problem because I have to leave. I have a flight to catch. Ain't nobody paying my bills. So I leave. Tuesday comes. There's no phone number. There's no email to contact these people. So I went. I disputed with PayPal and got all my money back. And I had to crop my picture so Don Callis can look in my photo. So big event if you're listening, fuck you. You're a shit show. Even Daniel Bryan, one of the nicest people on earth, had a shitty ass time being with you guys because that's how much of a shit show you were. There were other big talent names there like uh, Matt Hardy was there, Paul Wright, aka Big Show. Nobody looked like they had a fun time. When I tell you this thing, my apartment was bigger than the size of where the "quote unquote" meet and greet was with over thirty people. It was a fucking sausage fest. There's COVID. Some people don't want to wear a mask. It it was horrible. But I'm glad I still went and had my situation. So big event, like I said earlier. Fuck you. That was the weekend of the 12th. Then the weekend of the 19th comes, which we all know was Survivor Series uh, which was great. Uh, flew on Saturday, had some drinks with some friends, got to meet up with some wrestlers beforehand. That was pretty cool. And then there was the day of Survivor Series, which I know Greg has probably said sucked. Yes. Yes. Everybody it fucking sucked it. I don't, oof, mm, that was the worst Survivor Series I've ever been to. Um, and I've been to some pretty epic ones, but that, was truly, truly boring and was really hard for me to get through. But I will say the highlight for Survivor Series for me was taking my oldest daughter, Layla, to her first ever Survivor Series and her having that experience and her being camera side. And to see that the kid's point of view of, she was like, oh my God, Kevin Owens is here. And she was marking out. And then Drew McIntyre came out and I was like, okay, I know who your favorite is. You got good taste." Cause she was like, oh my God, mommy, mommy, Drew McIntyre. And she starts crying. And I'm like, are you crying? And She's like, don't, don't look at me. So it was the cutest experience. I loved it um, in regards to seeing it through her eyes. But from a fan standpoint, it was fucking trash. Okay. They're teasing us with the rock. All night long from the beginning, the <laughs> beginning promo. The Rock, you hear his music. No lie, I went to go get me a Stella because I was like, oh my Lord, I gotta sit through this bullshit. Uh, and I literally hear his music, and the whole Barclay Center clears because every time they play the music, they think The Rock is coming out. So for four hours, you're dick teasing us about The Rock coming out, and you're getting us right there. You're getting that head nice and wet. It's there. Uh-uh. Oh, nope. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Rock. Oh, my. Oh, That's so right. sad. Oh, how do we get here? How do we get here? Why, we did get here? Why did they Vincent do that? Because Vince is a cunt. Uh, are, we, are we fucking finally saying it now? <laughs> uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jesus. But let's
2: also add in that the funniest shit was that The Rock was in New York. He was there. He was definitely there that weekend. But not once did he promote 25 Years of The Rock sad to say that fucking impact had the rock do more for them for introducing someone in the hall of fame than fucking vince mcmahon could and if that doesn't speak fucking volumes i don't know what the fuck does okay
3: I'll, i'll say i'll say this while you were watching that terrible ass survivor series hoping that the rock showed up i was watching interchangeably sunday night football and i watched Something that The Rock was in, which was a terrible movie called Red Velvet, Red Notice, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, and, uh, it was
1: terrible? I heard it,
3: such
2: yeah,
1: great reviews. I watched no, it this past um, week, and I, I thought it was all right.
3: It, 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 was, it was okay. On, on a scale of one to ten, I give it like a six. And the reason yeah, why I was like, agreed. there's nothing else out right now to watch. I was like, you know what? what? Let me yeah. turn it on. It has Gal Gadot. It has him. And it has Ryan Reynolds playing... Uh, Ryan Reynolds, like he, he, he does like the in every
4: movie.
2: Yeah, and uh, sure. No, I thought, uh, what's, what's it called uh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Like I know, but everyone yeah. said that I'm Ryan Reynolds should have got it. That's why I said well, that.
3: It, either way, um, bringing it back to wrestling, I told you, motherfuckers, all year. When I say you, motherfuckers, <laughs> I'm talking about wrestling fans who have been in my DMs, wrestling fans who have talked to me on Twitter. People who have removed me from Group Me groups and Facebook groups because I told them the truth, don't message me now and be like, damn, Greg's kind of fucked up how they did you in that group. They said that you would be an extra. They said that you didn't get it, that you, you know, you're, you're not being a true wrestling fan. How are you raised on wrestling? You're treating wrestling like this? <laughs> Motherfuckers right now are in the messages. Damn, that's kind of fucked up, man. You was right all along. Yes, I was. Yes, the fuck I was. Fuck I'm, your I'm, shit, I'm, Greg. I'm, Yo, so let, let me just say this for the 100th and ninth time. Outside of the Lakers being shit, Vince McMahon is sitting right there with him. And the reason why I say this and I'm going to make it short this week because I'm tired of doing these rants. Pam went to this event and she had high expectations.
1: I and told I didn't.
2: her no, no. Let me
3: finish. Let me, let me finish. Let
2: me, yeah, you, but don't lie on me to finish. Expectations.
3: Let, let, okay, okay. So fine. Let me clarify. She had higher expectations than I did because she okay. actually went to to, to which I said, she's only doing it because our pod daughter, our, our goddaughter, daughter, our pod daughter, her daughter was going and enjoying herself. So I didn't want to completely shit on it because it's like, damn, like she took her daughter like they're having a good time. So it's fun. But internally, knowing that my friend had a shitty time while having a good time with their kid and one of Vince McMahon's uh, four hour parties of him like jerking himself off about how great his company is. I sit there sometimes and I'm just like, yo. Are, are you watching the same product that your people are watching? Or are you watching like the behind like, the scenes, like the, the practice that they did like four hours before the event started the walkthroughs. I swear, Vince has to be watching the walkthroughs because the shit that came on for survivor series, I tuned in for a second and I said, Nope, can't, can't even fucking do it. Bring Nia Jax back at this point. I'm sorry. Bring fucking Nia Jax <laughs> At, at one point, I was so disappointed at watching Survivor Series. I said, you know what? I'll come back when Roman Reigns is on. And boy, when I came back and Roman Reigns was on, I said, take him off. Take him off the fucking screen. Right? Now. This is this is a, a, enough of this shit. Enough. And the reason why I say this, and I'm gonna land here. The WWE is not the problem. Vince McMahon is the problem. The fact that the company knows this. And nobody has tapped Vince McMahon on the shoulder because he keeps putting his dick on everybody's nose and letting them know, hey, I don't care if I run this company into the ground. It's my company. You know what they should be doing? Stepping aside and letting him show his dick in front of the entire world, seeing how small it is and saying, you know what? That's Vince McMahon right there. That's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He's showing you your dick. And guess what's happening? It's being fucked up. For months, you let go of 83 percent of the roster. You, pr- you pretty much decided we're going to keep everybody who don't matter. You're also saying, you know what? I don't give a fuck what y'all feel about it. Being the fans who are buying all this terrible ass merch, these slogans. You got dudes doing fucking minstrel shows, walking around with fucking uh, trombones and shit, talking about New Day rocks for fucking eight, nine years. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is terrible. <laughs> enough 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 Just, just no, just no maybe, maybe I don't, I don't want to I know this is the young black And father Like desk And you know With we're, we're black people And I, I try not to Like bring race into it But like Do y'all ever just like Look at this shit And I, I know Lou is white But I know sometimes Lou looks at this shit And he's like What the fuck is this Like oh, And all, I, I'm not Putting that time. on you Lou But some You know I, And it's just It's not even just black It's not even white It's just a collective Of fucking things I'm like, yo, y'all y- had an event called Survivor Series and it's the last event of the year. This he- he's given up so much. He said, you know what? We we normally do TLC in December. Nah, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> That's the last one of the year right here in the middle of November. And I said, is the same guy who don't he have like an event like every month just because he likes to like every you know, six drag weeks stick over yep. everybody knows. So I'm like, so why are you not doing this and then somebody brought it to my attention. in the same facebook group that they removed me from and they added me back the, on- the owner of the group was like greg we apologize man we thought you were you know kind of like you know being extra but i was like yes i'm always extra because i like being fucking entertaining but i also like being entertained guess who's not fucking entertained with wrestling when i say wrestling <laughs> I'm talking about world wrestling entertainment me <laughs> so so in those, in those same Facebook groups, no disrespect to them because I'm sure they, they will listen to the podcast because I told them about it, blah, blah, blah. The issue is this. They make excuses night in and night out for just WWE. They don't do it for TNA. They don't do it for AEW. God fucking forbid WWE does anything wrong. Oh, you got to be removed from the group. You can't be talking like that. Not, not, not to the fans' events. Not, not people who still think The Undertaker's coming back, still thinking that Shawn Michaels had the greatest match in the past 25 years. Not, not these fucking people. I'm like, oh, okay. So y'all still think like the WWE is like nostalgia. So the fact that The Rock, knowing he had a movie coming out, knowing the fact that he's in New York, said, you know what? Fuck it. So I I, I, leave the, I have to ask you guys, was he stuck in like, remember when WWE like, like 15, 20 years ago, they had WWE New York? Where every Sunday, so where yeah, every I went Sunday there. night there And Yo, maybe he was there. Maybe that's where he was. He, he was stuck in town 25 years ago and he was stuck on Sunday night heat.
2: And I thought, I was like, Yo, well, he has to be. Because, the thing, there's a the little uh, thing about that, though, because if you watch the beginning of the pay per view, the very mm-hmm. beginning of the pay per view is a limo driving up, and everyone is so excited because you see a black limo. You just put on this whole thing about The Rock and his new movie, Red Notice, Red Whatever, uh, and this golden egg. Everyone is so excited because you just see a black car drive up after you done previewed The Rock, after you done played The Rock's music. Who fucking comes out of the, uh, the limo, Greg? Who comes out the limo?
3: Please tell me who comes out, because I've did been at that point.
2: I said, fuck it. Nope. Oh, this was the very beginning. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. With the golden egg. He's dragging his dick across
3: your nose and he's hoping that you like the smell. He's like, you know what? All these, these musty balls, I want them all <laughs> over your nose because <laughs> guess what? I'm Vincent McMahon. I'm going to say this for the last oh, time. Oh, wait, no, you got to wait.
2: wait. You, you're missing the, the oh. great part of it all. Oh, there, no, there was a better more? part. Oh, there's more. And when he gets out and he shows the egg, He looks to everyone because first he walks out and all of the jobbers, quote-unquote, as they are called, they're all cheering for him. Yay! And then he shows an egg. They don't know what to do. He gives them a signal like, uh, cheer now. Like, cheer or you'll get fired like everyone else did this past week. And they all start cheering for a fucking golden egg. And that is literally the thing of the show. And... At some point, Vince's golden egg is gone. We don't know who took it. And now we keep playing the rock. Here we go again. You you giving me just sucking the tip. You just tip, tip, jobbing. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, there's more. Not, no, no, just, oh, okay, cool, cool. And that's all he does yeah. the whole time. Everyone's looking for this egg. And then at the end of Survivor Series, they go, so he goes, I'm going to get to the bottom of who stole my golden egg. And we're going to have a big locker room meeting Monday on Raw. Excuse me? Excuse me. Are you serious? And we can't forget the iconic thing that happened on Raw, of course. When, unfortunately, a wrestling fan got catfished by a fake Seth Rollins profile. And uh, he came (laughs) to get his money back from Seth. And he hit Seth. I said Seth. He hit Seth with a spear that would make Goldberg cry, that he wished he could do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Seth did get hurt. His mouth did get busted open. People saying Seth got beat up, they've never been in a real fight. Seth didn't even really fight. He was Marcel trying to get the kid off of him, and the ref was Marcel choking him out. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, the best thing that happened on Raw the next day. No. So
3: uh, no. yeah. Vince, Mac- Vince McMahon is probably the reason like Scott Hall used to relapse. Can you imagine being like, oh my God. Why, <laughs> wow, I'm trying to be, I'm purposely trying to be disrespectful about this shit because I'm at the point now. It's like, if you're going to be disrespectful to the people who week in and week out, watch three hours of bullshit, then to follow that up, you took a brand like NXT, Ran it in the ground to the point where even Triple H can't even hold his own nuts anymore because he's like fuck it, like he's done with it. At this point, I'm not surprised that the next poster says that Welcome to AEW, Hunter, Health, uh, Hunter, whatever the fuck he calls himself. Like he don't even want to be Triple H no more. He don't even want to be Stephanie's man. He's like yo, stay, stay here with her. Like stay, stay with your daddy. This is a little bit much for me. I've gotten to the point, and I'm only going to say this one last time for the rest of this year. I promise, Vince McMahon. Is a problem that will not be solved, and the only way people will actually like get over WWE is Roman Reigns losing the title. That's why. Absolutely gonna not. going to hold that title. No, here's the He's going to hold that title for fucking three years because there's nobody left.
2: He's about to lose it. Brock Lesnar comes it, back it, Friday.
3: Oh, and it, if he comes back Friday, guess what? No, we when he comes back Friday. Okay, When he comes back on Friday, we still have to wait until what? January? January 1st. To happen? January 1st, when the
2: pay-per-view right? It's called Day One. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. I will be there. It's, hold so, on. Wait,
3: uh, wait yeah. a fucking minute. Wait, wait. Well, nope, nope. You're not doing this to me. You're not doing Not. Nope. Blue? I even see yeah. my, she's in the audience. I, I'm going to say this. Y'all going to stop letting me be right. This is the last. And Q, we got to get into the show. I'm going to say this. Didn't I say that the WWE had six months? I said this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which leads into January 1. What is the name of the pay-per-view again? Day one. They're starting to fuck over. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. The, the, the fucking jokes like themselves. Like, get out of here. Again, Vince McMahon, fuck you. Fuck, and he knew it. It's like he listened. He listened to Greg. He listened to the YBB Sports Desk. He was like, you know what? You don't know too much about wrestling, but you know one thing for sure: this is bullshit. You called bullshit when we went to Raw uh, before WrestleMania for WrestleMania Thirty. He was like, Yo, I, I enjoy it, but it's bad. It's like, yeah, that's just how it is. It's just, it's like you have to enjoy it being bad because, like. It's like watching a screen movie. Like, the first one was good. The second one was kind of good. But then everything after that was like, it's bad. But you might as well finish it because you, you want to see something bad happen. You want to see a train wreck. I want to see a train wreck with WWE. The issue is it's not coming fast enough. Mm. So, oh, it's happening, <laughs> Oh, it is. Because what's going to happen day one, January one, I'm going to be sitting here like, you know what? The WWE is actually done. Now You're it's, not- it's Vincent, the 16 other people who wrestle I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna that that being said my last statement for 2021 about wrestling is this nia jacks i'm sorry that you're that such a fucking terrible wrestler and you had to get fired because here's the thing they there was something i read on twitter about uh what, what's her name um natalia and they're like oh yeah she's had the most wins and, you know, in WWE history. And I was like, yo, but she hasn't had a successful title rank. What? Like, do you really hate Bret Hart that much that, like, y'all went and, like, commended her for having the most matches and being the most loyal, and you don't give her a fucking title run? It's been, what, 16 years? Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Not one? I mean, she had one. Wasn't successful, (sighs) but she she did have one. But like I said,
3: not one even the title sure. she had it, it it was honestly it was rain 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 she is a the only thing that matters is so all, all, I'm, <clears throat> all i'm gonna say is this the rock thank you so much for not showing up to that all i need him to do is show up to the last fast and the furious movie so we can be done with that shit as well so in the sake of this show moving on in the name of dominic toretto
0: family
2: you're aggravating well I will. And, uh, this week off, uh, by letting you guys know if this is the last that you will be hearing for us in 2021, um, unfortunately Kenny Omega is gone. Uh, my, my little booka <laughs> what a nickname, uh, is out tending to his injuries. So he will not be wrestling for a while. Um, which was really sad. I didn't know the YouTube came out about him not really being able to move his neck Uh, He's been wrestling with all shoulders. And if that doesn't tell you how fucking amazing of a wrestler that man is, you're fucking blinded. Um, So that's kind of what's going on with AEW. Hangman Page is the champion now. Uh, We'll do a little more in-depth this Friday on the Melon Mat at 6.30. We have a new time this week. We're trying to push a little bit earlier so that we can get it in all before SmackDown so you guys can watch. Um, But Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega is gone. It was not something I was prepared for emotionally. Still a little choked up, not gonna lie. Uh, but he will definitely be missed. We will miss the storytelling. And I'm actually excited to see what new contenders. AEW is going to bring to the table. Now that Tony Khan is the main booker. And as I have gotten from some sources who I will not name, um, Cody is no longer in, in the picture. Uh, He is EVP, is a face, but his say-so in that company is not even 1%. That's how bad it's gotten. Um, And the dynamic between all the EVPs is not the same anymore. Um, The EVPs who have the best relationships are the Bucks with Tony. And from my sources that is not, uh, that's not even that good anymore. Tony's a little bit tired of them as well. And he, he wants to see some new fresh, some new faces and build up some more characters, which I agree with a thousand percent. You have seasoned talent like Daniel Bryan, like Adam Cole, you even have freaking Miro. Let's use Miro. Let's use Nate Christian. Let's use names that people love, which I love that Christian Seaman with Jurassic Express Daniel Bryan's kind of beefing, right? Well, Brian Danielson, American Dragon, uh, he's currently beefing with Dark Order going on right now. CM Punk is beefing with MJF, uh, which is weird, but he's still helping build up that roster. So I do like what they got going on right now. I just would like more character development, uh, more storytelling. Let us know what's going on. So far, the best story going on right now is MJF shockingly enough uh so let's let's build these names up let's get the women out there i'm glad they didn't give the belt uh the past full gear pay-per-view i'm glad that uh ty conti didn't get the belt uh she's a racist so we don't want her winning no belts um excuse me uh so yeah uh i would like the belts come off of Britt baker i don't see the hype in her uh she's just a basic ass white girl with the doctor a doctrine, so, uh, yeah, I need a little bit more substance from her, and I'm tired of her two sidekicks, too. They got to fucking go. Give it to Jade Cargill. Give it to Red Velvet. Let's put an African-American woman behind that belt and show me that you truly mean diversity, not freaking Cody's wife, who is, uh, unfortunately she's a fucking Oreo, and she can't cut a real promo for her fucking life. I love you, Brandy, but we'll never forgive you for calling another black woman heffa as you clearly stated during your promo, unforgivable. So yeah, that is uh, all that I have. Lou, do you have anything for wrestling before we go? Uh, I,
1: I just, <clears throat> I watched, uh, what was it? <clears throat> AEW last uh, Wednesday. I don't know, Was it Dynamite? But the, yes. the, the shoot, the, the promo that CM Punk and MJF put on was classic because, they, they threw in, like, some WWE people, like, in that shoot, <laughs> and uh-huh. I was sitting on a couch just rolling. It was so good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's, that's about all I had, but, I mean, I, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that, though.
2: See, and now EW, listen to your fans. Do marquee studies like you did during the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. I heard about that as well, and I was actually a part of one of them. Um, you need to really, truly do storytelling. You can tell that Tony Khan is still on booking now, um, but we want more. I want more from them. Uh, Impact, oh, Jesus Christ. Take the titles off the inspiration, uh, the iconics, whatever they want to call themselves. Sorry, but uh, their in-ring work is basura. Throw it in the fucking trash, okay? Nia Jax can wrestle way better than them. And that says a lot, considering Nia Jax is a woman who literally has almost no muscles in her left knee, I believe it was. And she messed up her right knee as well. And unfortunately, she's not wrestling anymore. I know Greg would be happy to hear that. Um, So yeah, let's, let's actually make champions out of people. Let's not just give them a belt because of who they were when they were in wwe let's actually have people that can wrestle and, and have the belt or at least build up a star but don't first time i'm debuting and i have a belt you're trash you suck you're corny to be honest Peyton can't really talk at all she's not good on the mic billy I know they're going by different names now but uh billy Kay was way better on the mic way funnier more charismatic than Peyton was. Peyton just has the prettier face and the bigger boobs. That's really it. But as we know, Vince loves a blonde with boobs. So uh let's let's do more. Wrestling for twenty twenty two. Can we have more inclusions? Can we have more black wrestling champions? Can we have more gender inclusive champions, a trans champion? Uh, I love that Nia Jax was a champion. Let's, let's have more people who are openly gay, openly bi, openly trans, whatever your sexuality is, however you choose to be who you are and live in your skin. Let's break away from society norm and let's get into a place where Everyone can enjoy wrestling and everyone can see someone that looks like them, regardless if they are a top talent or if they're a bottom talent. At least someone, little girls, boys, however you choose to identify, can see someone in them. So, for my goal for 2022 is to have more inclusivity in wrestling and also in the wrestling community. So if you are a Black female wrestling fan and you see me, trust me, I'm not hard to spot. I have multicolored hair a lot of the times. Say hi. Anyone who's met me is known. I am like a mama bear. I will make sure you feel safe. I will not let anybody fuck with you. I've definitely gotten to a lot of arguments in regards to this. Still don't care. Wrestling's for everyone. Everyone should enjoy it. Wrestling saved my life. So I will forever love wrestling. And I hope at some point I can get all of you to love wrestling as well. And I'll end there.
3: All to you, Q. Don't don't be don't be fooled by Pam. This is not a safe space. If you are a wrestling fan and you come at me saying whatever the <laughs> fuck y'all gonna say, I'm gonna address you like this. Talk to Pam because I don't give a damn.
0: <laughs> All right, thank, thank you for taking us back to for, back to pre-Kindergarten with the rhymes. <laughs> but uh, anyway. We have to <laughs> you. Thank, you. Thank you. We have one message I think is connected to wrestling. So you're
5: going to play that right now. Okay, so you got like basketball and football, baseball and hockey, and you want to talk about WWE? What the. F- uh, first and foremost, uh, wait, wait, wait. First
0: wait, 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 no, wait, wait.
3: You got first and foremost. You got I, I'm going to speak up for Pam. Suck my dick.
2: Mm -hmm. No, I'll speak up for myself. Suck my dick from the back and spit on it. Good. Anywho, wrestling's a sport. And if you don't believe that wrestling is a sport, I dare you to get in that fucking ring, run the motherfucking ropes, and take a fucking bump. And if you can do that and you can run circles around them, then you can talk shit. But until then, I don't want to hear you say shit, bitch. Now into the next. All
0: right, all right. All right, all right. So. uh, again, thank you, Pam, for that wonderful update. Um, I, you all know I know a goddamn thing about wrestling, so I leave it to your capable hands to try to educate me. It, it probably won't happen, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but, I, but I thank you, but I thank you for your I thank you for your commentary, nonetheless. All no right. problem. We have a loaded docket for you guys today. Um, let the start with wow. my Jets
2: winning. <laughs> uh,
0: that's not coming. <laughs> but anyway, I want to start. Off, <laughs> I want to start off our internet, NFL talk. Oh goodness, uh, mm-hmm. with the AFC and how no one wants to be the number one seat. I, I, I think back to oh five, four or five weeks ago. And the Cincinnati Bengals had the number one seed. The next week, they lost badly. Then Tennessee had it. They lost. Then uh, the Raiders was the number one at one point. Then Henry Ruggs decided to go Henry Ruggs. And they lost. We have this week. The Baltimore Ravens. And they got the Baltimore Ravens. If you watched that Sunday night game, First of all, I pray for you, because I watched it too, uh, because it was an absolute shit show. Um, and secondly, and we're going to get to this later, and I say it one more time, Lamar Jackson is not an NFL quarterback. Anyway, why did it, here's my prediction. This is my hot prediction for the week. Baltimore's going to lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday, Sunday night next Sunday night. Why? Because they're cursed of having, of being the number one, the number one seed in the AFC for this week. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Disagree. Coming from a Steelers fan, the Steelers yeah. are in full tank mode right now. After these yeah. past two weeks, after these past two weeks, nope, they're done. In full tank mode. Ball is going to come in and crush them. Lamar is going to run for about 160 yards on him. And he's gonna pass for about 320. I'm
3: going to I'm gonna go contrarian. I'm with Q. Baltimore's gonna lose convincingly. I eh, feel like eh, you know why? Going to win by like win by like 10. And it's gonna be a convincing 10? 10. It's gonna be a really good game. We're gonna be like, okay. The, Pittsburgh might put up nine points, and then they end up putting like 34 on the board you're like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? Like, and I know it to be true. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Ben doesn't, Ben doesn't win, like he doesn't lose bad one week and then play worse the second week. It, it It's always like hot or cold with him. If he's cold one week, the next week he throws a fucking four touchdowns. And it's like, what the? why couldn't you do that last week? And Lou knows this. That as a Steelers fan, oh, yeah. he knows Ben is like, okay, he's going to have a bad game, but then he's going to come back. Him and uh, Matt Ryan are like that. One week, They will not fucking throw a touchdown and be all rushing. And then the next week, he throws fucking 322, four touchdowns and two interceptions. You're like, but he had a fucking good game.
0: Like, okay, (laughs) that's a a fucking surprise. I see it. Q, how do you feel? This game coming up Sunday night is a—I'm going to say four letters. T-R-A-P the Raiders. track me. Every team that has had the number one in the AFC the last five or six weeks have lost their lead in the AFC after the next week. Watch next, watch next week. Okay. Kansas City is going to be number one.
1: Which is sad because
3: you called it. You said Kansas City is going to start off slow. And everybody else is going to fail, and then they're going to end up the first seed. He was right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: yep. We're going
0: to go. Yep. We're going to go over the. We're going to go off the current playoff race a little later in the show when we play our when we play play our game. But I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I was discussing this with I was discussing this with Joe earlier uh, in the card today, and I told him like, he's like, no, you're wrong. Pittsburgh is not going to be the Ravens. And I'm like, yes, they are. This is a trap game for them. And I, you know, the Pittsburgh defense is going to see. They definitely were yesterday against the, oh, well, Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to get better in a second. But I think this game, playing the Ravens, playing their hated rival, the defense is going to show up. Ben's going to take some, uh, some embalming fluid. He's gonna pop some embalming fluid in himself and he and reanimate for one final matchup. Well actually, they have they have both of their games against you know, so the Ravens coming up in like three weeks. So he's gonna take some embalming fluid. They're gonna shoot him up with some embalming fluid. He's
1: gonna he's gonna reanimate. And he's gonna throw those four touchdowns He's gonna throw four touchdowns on Sunday. Can I say something that might that maybe, maybe might change your mind? Go ahead. Um, the Steelers put T.J. Watt on the reserve COVID list today.
0: Oh, maybe COVID paid him a visit. Um, oh, he joins the likes of Mike Manuffin, Mike, Mike who got a visit from COVID today and, and will not coach Thursday night when the fucking team with a star that lost to the fucking Raiders <laughs> played the New Orleans Saints on Thursday Okay, but I mean that 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 could that that changes that changes a lot of the narrative. Mm -hmm. I will I will definitely agree
1: with that. But I still think Pittsburgh comes up to the challenge. And like I said, this is a trap game for Baltimore. I I really hope you're right, Q. I put it that way. I really, really hope you're right. I I know you do. All
0: right, moving moving right along. Um, going back to the Ravens. And including the the Cleveland Brownies in this one, did, did, did both teams multiple Kardashians and take take us take a couple laps swims in the pissy water known as the ball in the Baltimore Inner Harbor last night? Yes. God, okay. I no, have mercy! That game was that game was worse than watching Uncle Drew, and I didn't even watch that garbage ass movie.
3: I tried to tell you, Q, when we were texting about it, I kept saying. This is a bad game. But the fucked up part about it is all games that end up... I'm sorry, that start off bad, they end up entertaining because it's like, it could be worse. We could just not have football on. So we watch it. Just being like, you know what? Cool, whatever. But that game was so bad, Mm -hmm. we actually talked. Like, we actually had text threads last night. We normally don't do that when football is on because we're watching it. But that shit was bad. That was just... Throw Sunday away. All Sunday was bad.
0: Cheeks. Yeah, this this week week twelve in the NFL was just atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. It started it started Thursday. Like I said in my intro, I hope you watched some terrible football on Sunday because there were three terrible games. Three terrible games. We start out. We start out with. The Detroit Lions. And first of all, I have this I have a question and I, it, it, it needs a legitimate answer. Legitimate why are the Detroit Lions a professional football team? Why? I don't get it. Why and I wish I had an answer. And second question, why does the NFL continue to allow them to play on Thanksgiving?
1: I mean how many years have they been doing that? Yeah, I I mean, that's basically the only reason why. Honestly, because how can I put it? I think, like, Thanksgiving week is usually like
3: the bye week for every other team. So by default, it's just like, you know what? Let's just put a team who's historically fucking bad there every year. It's like the London games, But, but on Thanksgiving.
0: But listen, but listen, but listen, Thanksgiving, just like Christmas Day is for the NBA. Thanksgiving is the day for the casual fan who don't watch any other week of football, who don't watch any other week of football, or doesn't watch the NFL throughout the course of the season. That's the day. Because even this year, the NBA did not play a game on Thursday. So the NFL had the entire media landscape, except for college football, except for excuse me, except for those few college football games that happened on Thanksgiving, the NFL had the media spotlight to itself. And you had two of the worst teams in the NFL, the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. We're going to get to that Nagy in a second. Playing a horrendous game. And then the game, the way the game ended, Call a time call, Detroit call the timeout and then try to call another timeout. Got a penalty. Like you can't do back to back timeouts in the NFL no more. Thank you. I forgot who it was that invented that rule. Uh, when we got that rule invented. But anyway, so you can't have two, so you can't have back, you can't call actually it was Joe Gibbs. You can call back-to-back timeouts, and that's when the NFL introduced um, the no back-to-back timeouts. Remember that clear as that. Detroit is just horrible. Like, if there was a relegation system, can can we just relegate Detroit to – can we relegate the Lions to college football
1: and bring, like, Alabama or Ohio State or Georgia up to the league at this point? Um, I am not allowed to speak on this subject being that my team tied with Detroit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh boy! Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Great. What about you? What about Can we just can, can, if if there was a way to regulate or deregulate Detroit out of the, out of the NFL? Which team? Which college team? would replace it?
1: Mm. USC.
0: USC's been bad. You know they just hired Nick and Riley as their head coaches. You know they later. I moving there. I know to say that's the thing.
3: The reason why I say USC is because they're not as bad. They would be
2: entertaining. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
3: Even in losses, and that's what Detroit wants to be. Detroit is like Jacksonville in Detroit. It's like. They put on, like, an entertaining quarter or two, but it's still fucking bad. USC is like, you know what? Like, if they lose, like, we understand why, but they still put on a good fucking game. Like, I, I get that from USC. With Detroit, it's like, no, they just—they didn't even give a fuck. They they showed up, and they knew for a fact they were losing when they showed up. Like, you didn't even—y'all didn't even get through the warm-ups before you decided, nah, we're just going to lose. Like, What? So imagine every year for Thanksgiving, either you're at home or you're traveling somewhere. You either you're away from your family during like because they always play the four o'clock sleep. So right when everybody's eating Thanksgiving dinner,
0: nobody wants to watch your fucking games. Actually, Detroit is always the twelve o'clock
1: game. Yeah, Detroit always plays the twelve thirty game.
3: And even worse, even worse because the twelve o'clock game. You know what that normally means for me? I'm out looking for places not closed to eat or I'm still asleep. <laughs> that, that, that is, it's fucking sad. So I was giving them the grace of the four o'clock game because I'm like, at least at four o'clock, like, if nobody wants to watch it, it's because they're eating. The fact that nobody wants to watch a 12 o'clock game is because either they're hung over from partying the night before because they knew they weren't going to be able to go anywhere the next day or they're still asleep because they're waiting for the food to
1: be cooked That's or hilarious. or they're cooking the food. When that game is going on and getting everything ready, exactly. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so my my
3: right. my final statement with Detroit is this: they're bad, they're, they're really bad, and I'm not opposed. Q, I'm truly not opposed to them going to Canada or London. The reason why, <laughs> America uh, America shouldn't have to suffer anymore. I want to give them to Canada or fuck in the UK. Like they have to go. They,
1: I they have I don't think I don't think the some. CFL wants them.
3: <laughs> that that is true. That is true. So, let me ask you two. Would, if they had to either have Detroit go to London or Canada, where do you want them to go? I say send, send them a drink. Send to Drake. Send them to Drake.
0: Send them to London. That, send them to Drake. They're five, <laughs> uh, you know 5 hours away. And are 5 hours in an
1: ocean, in an ocean, between same football. I, I'd send them to a neutral country, like not 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 even London, not, so not England. So no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> say, <laughs> I, I'd send them to like, oh, uh, I don't know, like South America. They, are, you know, they 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 like football down there.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I like that. I like that, Lou. Uh, that, that's a
3: great option. Only reason I say Canada is because Drake's there. And for some reason, like, Drake just, it, it sounds like a good fit. Like, Drake, Drake is like, a, he, he would like to deem himself like a lovable loser. in Detroit, just lovable losers. So it's like, you know what? Like, and when I say Detroit, I'm talking about the Lions. I don't want people from Detroit being be like, hey, you shitting on my town. I'm not shitting on your town. The team is shitting on your city. Like, can you imagine like that being your team? You're like, oh, just never. Like, like when I say never, you can complete the sentence yourself. They never win this season. They never won last season. They never won a Super Bowl. Like, there's a lot of fucking never's there. It's time to go.
1: Have they ever even won a playoff game?
0: They haven't. No, they had the last time. The last time the the Detroit Lions won a playoff game, Barry Sanders. Let's say his second season, 1990. I, w- I wish them
3: all the best. But, what, what, you know, I, I don't want to, again, completely shit on them. All I'm going to say is this because I know Q wants to move on. Detroit, I had high expectations for you. I thought this was their year. Like, I, I thought they, this was their year they were going to win more than four games. Boy, was mm. I wrong.
0: I apologize. Jesus Christ is bad. <laughs> all, all right. Moving right. So moving from teams that don't want to win to teams that can't stop winning. Lou, what did I say about Mike Jones last week?
1: Uh, that he was your uh, pick for uh, MVP. Oh, no,
0: not MVP, for offensive
1: player. Sure, I'm MVP sorry. Of I'm of sorry. This. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yes. So I'm going to go over. Rookie the of the year, year also, yes. Uh, yeah, offensive rookie of the year. So, so uh, you
0: know, it's two. They do offense and defense for each conference. So I'm going to go over. i want to go over the stat. There have been two quarterbacks in NFL history that have won six games in a row in, in their rookie season and
1: one offensive player of the year. Do you, you want to know who those two are? I believe I know who one is. Oh, wait, and won Offensive Rookie of the Year? They they won their team, and they were quarterbacks. Their mm. team won
0: six games in a row during their rookie season and won
1: the Offensive Rookie of the Year award. I want to say one was Ben Roethlisberger. No, it wasn't Ben. No? Ben didn't win six in a row his first season. Yeah, he he won 14 in a row. But he he didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year though.
0: He didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year. There's only been two, two rookie quarterbacks who have won six games in a row and won Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'll tell you I'll tell you one. You guess the other. The first one is Robert Griffin III. Mm. Who's the Who's the second?
1: Russell Wilson.
0: No. Remember Russ Russell Wilson and RG three were looking the say yeah. I don't know. Actually, no. Uh a certain quarterback in Dallas. Dak Prescott. Wow. Oh. So Matt Jones is well a semi good company. But the Patriots are eight and four. Are eight and four. They have won six in a row. You know, the other thing that has a, the next longest in the street, the Miami Dolphins, they've won four in a row. Mm -hmm. So I bring it back to my question from last week. Is Matt, has Matt Jones taken over the lead from Jamar Chase to be the offensive rookie of the year?
3: Yeah, he's won that already. Um, jamar chase it it, it was a fun ride but he he, i know i'm gonna say this and he's gonna go for fucking 186 yards on sunday but when it comes to winning awards like that you're not beating a patriot sorry You're, you're not beating a fucking patriot as somebody who has for the past what 10 years had to watch that team you know through marriage and relationships and stuff like that um this is different because everybody was wrong about Mac Jones. Everybody, every single fucking person, and Jamar Chase, really good player on a really good team. However, he's getting it done with receivers. I don't even know who the fuck these receivers are. I mean, like, like Jacoby, with the ball? Jacoby wait. Myers and, and Jacoby Martin, Myers, uh, uh, Kendrick uh, <laughs>
0: Can, can, can I say Kendrick, this? Because I same talked about this. That played out in, in San Francisco.
3: That, thank you, thank you, Q. That that was one point I was going to make. But the second point I was going to make, again, I don't want to hear this next year. I don't want to hear this in the playoffs. Nikhil Harry is and always has been a terrible fucking player. You've let Kendrick Bourne outshine you, Kendrick fucking Bourne. That being said, though. When it comes to this award, I feel like it is deserved. And yeah, we're only in week, what, 12, 13, slash 13, right between the two. I'll mm-hmm. say this. Matt Jones is going to win that. Jamar Chase, first three or four games, yeah. Week six, yes. But Matt Jones has been doing a lot with a little. When I say a lot, a lot. Because what, they started, what, two and four and had not lost since? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's a shoe in for it. There, there's nobody else right now, and including Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase would have to have at least three more games of 120 more or more yards in order to even be considered. You you can't win an award against a, a white quarterback or a quarterback in general when it comes to shit like that, especially offensive rookie. Come on now, he's a
0: shoe in Okay. All right, now moving on from quarterbacks that should be named offensive of the year to a quarterback that really isn't a quarterback. So as you see, the title of the show is Really Lamar Jackson? And I know people are tired of me saying that Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. Lamar Jackson, RB1 Lamar Jackson. He's not a quarterback. Last night, prove it. What he is, is a playmaker. What he's not, is a confident quarterback. Do
1: you agree or disagree? Uh, I mean, one week he's a quarterback. The next week he's a running back. The week after that, you know, he's a field goal kicker. I mean, I don't even know anymore. (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 He's, he, he, he shows up one week as a quarterback and then he shows up the next week as a running back so
0: yeah.
1: it, it, it's all about matchups basically yeah and they, the thing is they keep trying to pass it off as him being versatile it's
3: like no he just, like it's different when you know I'm gonna just shut up I'm gonna say it's this Lamar Jackson's winning whatever the fuck it takes to win cool however I have to say when it comes to the postseason, playoffs, that's what it matters to me. And it matters for him, Kyler Murray, and everybody who right now is in the MVP race. And that, that's why I'm going to keep it because the Baltimore Ravens are ass. But Let, Let's just make that, like, crystal clear. They are a terrible fucking team. Lamar Jackson is just a really good athlete. Notice mm-hmm. that not a quarterback. He's a really good athlete. He's a playmaker. He's getting it. He's, a play- he's, a he's definitely a playmaker. He's definitely a playmaker. So Q, if you don't mind me just skipping ahead just slightly, the quarterback that we're watching on Monday Night Football used to do what Lamar Jackson is doing now. And we're starting to see Russ look rusty. And we're starting to see Lamar Jackson look like he, he looks like this. Honestly, every year for the past, what, three or four years. Lamar Jackson's looked like this all season. Oh, yeah, he looks pretty good. The issue is they're just better quarterbacks. When I say better quarterbacks, I mean that shit. He has to get through three good quarterbacks in the AFC and then have to get through the best defenses in the NFC and possibly the greatest quarterback of all time if they make it to the Super Bowl with Hollywood Brown and Devontae Freeman. (laughs) Good luck. You right? (laughs) Good luck. Good luck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But he he said something at the beginning of the year when it came to Lamar Jackson. It wasn't about him just being an RB1. You said they will only go as far as his legs will carry him. And I'm going to tell you this now. As somebody from Washington, D.C., Q and I both can tell you. We've seen quarterbacks like him, one in particular, Q, and I don't want to say his name because I don't want to bring that bad juju back. Remember, he was doing these outstanding things with his legs, barely throwing the ball, and then they just took his legs from him, and he was never the same again.
0: Uh-huh. The, the same
3: player that he the Rookie of the Year in two thousand and twelve. Hmm. Go, I'm, I'm, I'm just not gonna leave that there. Crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna just Absolutely. leave that later. So, Lamar Jackson, good luck.
0: Absolutely. So we have two voicemails we're gonna play right now, and then we're gonna keep this NFL train moving. Here we go. With guy. Nope. Nope. Not doing it. that's not, not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Nope. All right. So friends. Uh Leonard for that. Have yourself a day, my man. Have yourself a day. Four touchdowns yesterday. well on Sunday, week twelve. Four, including the game clincher with 45 seconds left in the fourth quarter in uh, Indianapolis. Are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Well, okay, let me say it this way. Do the, do the Bucks win a champion a, a, a back-to-back championships? Or let me just put, uh, I put it in this sense. Are they a for real Super Bowl contender with Cornette?
1: Or do you think he breaks down later in the season? They got Tom Brady. They're they are a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way I could put it. Okay. As long as you got Tom Brady, you got the GOAT. Yeah, you're, you're a Super Bowl contender.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say they, they go back to back. But I will say this, um, they, they, they got to they get past the Rams. I hate to say it because we just talked about it, what, two weeks ago? And I was like, the Rams look like shit. And I meant that. They, they, they definitely look like, they still look like some shit to be
1: completely yeah, honest. They, they but, still look bad.
3: Yeah, but if, if the NFL wants to do a change in the guard, they're going to do it with a defensive player. Aaron Donald is going to get his ring this year. If Brady and them don't make it to the uh, NFC championship, which is it's highly probable. And the reason why I say that, because I said it a couple weeks ago, Antonio Brown, that injury hurts them. It, Q, it really hurts them. When I look at the lineups that we played and we said this, what, two or three weeks ago, I said they only go as far as Antonio Brown will let them. You can have Scotty Miller. You can have Gronk. You can have Fournette scoring four fucking touchdowns. But guess what? You're not running on the Rams. You're not running on Arizona. You're not running on can- – oh, actually, I take that back. You can run on Kansas City. Baltimore, you can run all over them. Honestly, any AFC, uh, AFC team, get them the fuck out of here. You can run on them. But the <laughs> NFC, you can't, you're not fucking running on Aaron Donald. I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'm putting that in the space. But I just have to say to be crystal clear when it comes to Tom Brady, Tom Brady is not winning that ring without a healthy Antonio Brown. The reason why I say that he has all the weapons in the world and he don't trust them. He don't trust Chris, uh, Chris Godwin. Mike Evans will literally disappear on you. If he drops two passes, we saw it this week. Yep. I'm telling absolutely everybody right. who will listen. If he drops two passes, his confidence is low and he he's, he's vapor at that point. He he's not serviceable at all. And the reason for that is because unlike Odell Beckham, who has to be fed the ball, Mike Evans doesn't mind having a dud of a week because he's got his ring now. He, he's probably. OK, let, let me preface by saying because it's going to be disrespectful. And you tell me if I'm being wrong about this? And Lou as well. I'd much rather have Keenan Allen on my team than Mike Evans.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I just wanted to see if we were
3: both, all three of us were on the same page. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Mike Evans. I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He's a really good player, but there are receivers that even right now, knowing that he has a ring and he has all the developmental talent that he has essentially is Calvin Ridley of his team. Cause nobody was thinking about Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin came in there and showed the fuck up. Antonio Brown comes in. We're like, oh, shit, Antonio Brown and Brady got a connection. At one point, fucking Scotty Miller and Tom Brady, they were inseparable. You're like, yo, this motherfucker, like, Antonio, like, what, what is going on? Scotty Miller's catching two touchdowns a game and shit. But then, yeah. Um, I, Q, I think we need to take a moment really quick because I, I see a Washington football team player down.
0: Actually, no. If you I'm want right to. I'm, I, no. you know, I'm, a few second, I'm a few seconds behind. But uh, Okay. So, um. Hmm. Oh, boy. I, I'm watching
1: the play right now. I can't tell what happened.
0: Yeah, me neither. Oh, no, McKissick is
1: there. Yeah. McKissick is there. The only thing that I saw, he took a needed helmet, though. Maybe. Maybe he got no. It's something
0: more serious because both. It's something more serious because both teams uh, signaled for the trainers to come out immediately. Right.
3: Yeah, it looked like a neck injury thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, it's a neck.
0: Yeah, it's his neck. He got a stinger. Yeah, stinger. But all right, so phew. I want to in, so get into. The current playoff picture at week twelve. Um we are currently watching, it may not be it may be more than a single, but we are currently watching the last game of week 12. That is the Washington football team who leads the Seattle Seahawks 17 to 9. Um, but let's go through the AFC first. The top seven. So at the top is Baltimore at 8 and 3. The New England Patriots are half a game behind at 8 and 4. That's the number two seed. Who lead, in leading in, is leading the AFC East? The Tennessee Titans, who are falling off a cliff the last two weeks, they're eight and four. Uh, the leaders of the AFC South and the Kansas City Chiefs, who have won three in a row, i mean, four in a row, or three—I can't really remember—who are sitting at seven and four, atop the AFC West. Then we have as our wild cards the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, are seven and four and the Los Angeles Chargers are and 6-5. And here's the teams that are in the hunt. We have the Raiders at 6-5, the Broncos at 6-5, the Colts at 6-6, six six, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 5-5-1, five, five the Cleveland Browns at 6-6, six and, six, and the Miami Dolphins at 5-7. My question to you, who ends up with the AFC's number one seed? My second question is who will get, who will be the set of seed
1: In the AFC. All right. Um, Number one seed. Uh, Oh. As much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to be Kansas City. They're 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 on a roll right now. Okay. Um. And now this might throw you both for like a little bit of a loop, but. As far as the seven seed of the last wild card team, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Mm. Um, the Colts like are going to win that division. Um, we uh, Tennessee lost Derek Henry. Uh, they just put uh, AJ Brown on the IR. They've lost two in a row. They're they're going straight down. So that's why I'm going to pick By the end of the season, Tennessee will be the number 7
0: Okay, great. what about you? Who is going to be the AFC's number 1 seed? Who is going to eke out that last wild card spot in the AFC as the number 7 seed? Y'all going to hate this, but it's true Uh, Kansas City's number 1
3: I have Denver being the 7th seed Oh I don't. I don't see Tennessee even like Tennessee at eight and four. Like they, yeah, like they could be a seven seed, or they could just lose to Denver. And it, it's it's highly probable. Um, my, my hot take is Denver's going to beat Kansas City this weekend. Um, that's definitely a hot take. But when it comes to the end of the season, because they got what four or five games left. Yeah, uh, Denver. Slides in the seventh slot because Vegas is tanking at this point. Pittsburgh's not going to do shit. Cleveland hasn't done shit. Uh, Tennessee, I'm sorry, Tennessee moves down. So they will, I think they'll be interchangeable with Buffalo. Buffalo will end up in the third seed. New England will end up in the fourth seed. Baltimore ends up in the two seed. Kansas City's in the one. Cincinnati is the team that falls.
0: Ooh, okay. fourth, so, ooh, that's that's I, a definitely hot take. So... Uh, the only way for New England to be a four C is if they win the AFC east. hmm Well now there are two seasons, but you so, say, you're say, so you're saying that you're saying that Buffalo's gonna be the 3
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So
3: you're saying they're gonna be, either gonna be either the two. Or, either the two or the three. Because I see Baltimore going down. I told you they lose this week, so that makes them what, eight and four? New England wins, so that makes them nine to four, which has them tied. But since I think New England has a tiebreaker, so because they what uh, six and one in the conference, so they would move up. Yes. So you have that. Tennessee is what five and three in the conference, but Cincinnati is five and two, so Tennessee would move down. But Cincinnati's on a losing streak for me personally. Uh, they what five and two in the division. No, I'm sorry, three and one in the division, but five and two in the conference, so they'll move down because they played the Chargers this week, who are going to move up. So the charge will end up being in fifth seed. And then Denver beating Kansas City, put them at seven. And I feel like they're going to hold that position even with wins and losses for the rest of the season. Okay. That's and Kansas City, you know, even with the loss, they stay at fourth place and then they uh, win. Because what's, what's Kansas City's next few games? Uh, do, you have, do you have that up, Q? Like the next schedule,
0: like Kansas City five. rest of the season. I don't have that up right now, but I can pull it up real quick.
3: All right. Yeah, let me know because
0: that matters. All right. So the Chiefs have they have the Broncos on Sunday at 8, the Sunday night game. Then they play the they play the Raiders in Kansas City. Then they play then they go out to LA to LA to play the Chargers. Mhm. After that, <clears throat> excuse me, after that they have the Steelers. Mhm. Then the Bengals and then they close out the season with the Chiefs. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so the no. They close out the season with the Bron- with the Broncos in Okay, so in mile high. All
3: right, so let, let me just say this after a retort I have I'm sorry, I have to like change my opinion. They're going to beat Denver because they're playing at Arrowhead. I, I confuse the home versus the away. And plus week 18 they're not going to start anybody. Denver's going to win this in order to get in the 7th seed. And the reason why they want them in the 7th seed is because they don't want to play LA. LA will get bumped up to the 6th seed because they've already beat them at week... Uh, Kansas City will beat them in week 15. Kansas City, they may run the table um, outside of Denver. They're going to lose in week 18 to them because they're not going to start anybody just for safety, ha- you know, for reasons and shit like that. Week 14... That's going to be a close game in Vegas, but they're going to pull it through. I'm sorry, that's an arrowhead. LA, they're going to end up... That, that'll be a, a tough game, but I still think they'll win that. And it's on... What's that? Is that? Is that Monday night or Thursday night, December 16th? That's a Thursday night game. That's a Thursday night game, so they'll, they'll probably win that game. Pittsburgh, that's going to be... Again, it's a tough game in Arrowhead. It'll be close, but I, I highly suspect that they'll win it. Cincinnati I already told you they're going to win that game and they're going to lose in Denver because they're not going to play. So Kansas City wins what? One, two, let's say four of the next six games. That puts them at what? 11 and what? 11 and four? So 11 and four, right now would get them first seed or second seed if Baltimore decides that they want to continue winning games but i can't personally see it uh right now england i'm sorry new england has the easiest schedule of everybody right now that's in the playoffs for the rest of the season i mean they play jacksonville miami and the colts and they have a week 14 bye they just play buffalo twice and the way that buffalo has been playing uh new england might end up fucking around and being a one or two seed that's <laughs> Which is crazy to think about. Like, no, exactly. the last thing you want to do is give Belichick a fucking a bye week and let mm-hmm. everybody else eat each other. <laughs> so, Q, let, let me let me just say, I'm sticking to what I said. Denver's going to end up in the seventh seed. Uh, so, if I can do the numbers again, I got Denver at six. Is it possible to have L.A. at? I'm sorry, Denver at seven, L.A. at six. Um, Cincinnati is out right now. So, I'm going to have Buffalo at five. I'll put Tennessee at four. I'll put Baltimore at three. New England at two. And I'm, I'm going to have to put Kansas City at one. That,
1: that's, mm-hmm. that's
0: one through seven for the playoffs. All right. All right. So, I, I love to see um, I would like to see it too. So again, my number one seed, just for the second time, my number one seed, I think, at this point right now, is going to be Kansas City, and the number seven seed will be the Indianapolis Colts. All right, moving on to the AFC um, from the AFC to the NFC. So we have the top seven. Arizona is number is the top dog at nine and two, followed by followed by Green Bay, a half day behind at nine and three. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 8-3. That Falcon team with a star at 7-4. You have the Los Angeles Rams as the fifth seed, and also at 7-4. The San Francisco 49ers is the sixth seed. And Taylor Heineke just threw a touchdown to longer Thomas. And finally, we have the Minnesota Vikings at 5-6 as the seventh seed. And in the hunt the Atlanta Falcons at 5-6, the New Orleans Saints at 5-6, the Philadelphia Eagles at 5-7. Actually, we need to swap places with Philly, with the Washington football team, who's about to move to 5-6. Then, we have the Philadelphia Eagles at 5-7, the Carolina Panthers at 5-7, the New York Giants at 4-7, and, and, shockingly to say, the Chicago Bears at 4-7. and seven. So, same question for the AFC. Who is the number one seed in the NFC at the end of the season? And who gets number seven? Uh,
1: It's on you, Luke. uh, it's on me, huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh hold on. I, I gotta I gotta work this up real quick. Um Jesus. I'm sorry. No, no, it's no, 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 fine. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Um, yeah, please while, go, ahead.
3: While, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, while Lou is looking at stuff, I'm gonna just make it crystal clear: Arizona's gonna win four of the next six games, and you, you can you can bet all, all the money in the world on that. Reason why I say that is, looking at their schedule, they're already nine and two. They just came back from a bye week and the, their remaining schedule, it's actually pretty fucking laughable. If Kyler Murray actually sits out this week, which I really hope he does, and he comes back week 14, which he should, um, their schedule right now is at Chicago. They play in Arizona at State Farm against the Rams, and they go to Ford Field to play Detroit. They play the Colts on Christmas Day. January 2nd, they play Dallas, and then they play to close the season out with Seattle. Um, I'll make this crystal clear. Um, Russell Wilson might get iced after this game. He might not start another game in Seattle. Let's just make that clear. So week 18, I'm giving that to Arizona. Um, Dallas is going to win week 17. And the reason why is they want to win week 17 because at that point, it's going to be between them and Washington to get in the playoffs. I'm telling you this now. So I don't want to hear from any fucking Cowboy fan like Greg, man. You ain't say that. I'm like, yeah, I'm saying it right now. Dallas is going to be competing with Washington. Washington. Come week 17 with for a slot in with the you. playoffs. Well, week 18. Uh yeah. no, 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 no. Week 17. The reason why I say that is they play Arizona, like Dallas plays Arizona in Dallas, week 17. Washington right now has the softest schedule for the next five weeks.
0: Now yeah, they play the, I they they don't know play about the, you. They play the Raiders next Sunday. So yeah, mm-hmm. Washington plays the Raiders next Sunday. Then they mm-hmm. have their first meeting with, with Dallas. Then they played yep. the Giants again. Then Philly. Then uh, you yep. didn't have a touchdown. You
1: fucking
0: fuck. Uh, okay. But
1: yes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So who is? Oh, well, I got I got
0: to finish it out because I, I didn't sure. say
3: it right. So I said Arizona obviously is the number one seed for me. Number seven seed. Hmm. <sighs> It it, it it depends. Um, I think San Francisco is going to end up the seventh seed. Right now they're the sixth seed. I think they fall. I think they fall because, and the reason why they fall is because Minnesota is going to be out of it. I feel like when Jameis comes back, they're going to get bumped up. And I see Washington possibly taking Dallas out for fourth seed. And yeah, ooh, that's that is ugly. God, that's, that means that the – because right now oh, – actually, you know what? I want to be right. I take all that back. I want – I, I want my – no. I, I, the reason why I take it all back is, Q, I said at the beginning of the year, three of the four fucking teams from the NFC West were going to make the playoffs. I, right? as of, As we're speaking, there's three fucking teams in the playoffs. So I would like to see San Francisco stay in. If anything, I want Minnesota to fuck out of there. They have proven they don't want to win games. Right now, Minnesota should be fucking, they should be 8-3 right now. They should literally be tied with Tampa and the NFC. But they've just been playing like shit and losing winnable games. So, yeah, I I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Because what's going to happen is they're going to end up having to play what? How, How does it work? Who the seventh seed play in the playoffs? You um, the, the two seed. Yeah, the two seed. So they'll end up playing, if today started, they play Green Bay. So they're already actually, you know what? They might actually be the team to fucking beat Green Bay. Green Bay can't beat Minnesota for some reason. And I, I call that the Brett Favre curse. So, you know what? Yeah. Um, right now, the seventh seed, I'll just say San Francisco. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: And I'm really hoping and praying that Washington takes. Dallas' is spot in the playoffs. I would love to see
0: it. I would really I love to love see it. it. I would absolutely love to see it too. All right, well, what about you? Who's the top seed <clears> right. in the NFC and
1: who wins the last wild card? All right, um, I am going to go with. I'm sorry. Arizona will be the number one seed. Uh. Actually, I think the top four seeds right now are all going to stay the same. Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa, Dallas. Now, five through seven, it's going to be the Rams, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. Philly is going to get the seventh seed. Okay. (coughs)
0: Okay. So, I'm going to say I'm going to Hard. I think Green Bay ends up number one. I think Green Bay ends up number one. Why I say that? I think I think Green Bay and Arizona ends up with identical records, but, but Green Bay has the tiebreaker because they've beaten Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say the seventh seed is going to be Drum roll, please. The Atlanta
1: Falcons. Oh. They don't deserve to sniff the playoffs. They don't deserve it, but I think they, they really, really don't.
0: Um, I definitely see Washington taking over. And I see Washington getting into the six seed. I I just think uh, I I think Dallas just. Well, if they if they play like they played last week, well, on Thursday, there is a realistic chance that, the, that either Philly or the Washington football team will overtake them. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I see it right now, they got a they got a get right game on Thursday against the Saints. Um, I, I just see Dallas getting getting the NFC East, and I see. The I see Washington getting in at the sixty. All right. Good game, fellas. And now, um, for the sake of time, for the sake of time, we're going to do, we're going to get through, uh, I had an MLB segment in, but we can pause that till next week um, because there may be more news to talk about with, uh, Major League Baseball if the teams are, if the league locks out, uh, locks out its players after Thursday. Um, let's go to the NBA. Let's go to the NBA. So we had some some really big developments to happen uh, this past week. The biggest one of all that came down today is that Michael Porter Jr. and Blue and I we talked about this last week and how crazy, um, Back injuries can be to co-athletes. Uh, as I said, as I led in the show, I'm Tiger Woods and I'm no longer gonna be a full time golf like golfer because he's had what five back surgeries, not and we're not even counting all the surgeries he's had when he decided to gun his car and lose control. Um, but Michael Porter Jr. is done for the season because he's having back surgery.
1: Bad. I mean, you know, you feel bad for the guy. I really do. Yeah, I feel bad for him. But I, feel bad I will man, say,
0: but he got the bag.
3: That's what I was about. Thank you, Q. Thank you for finishing my sentence because I was about to say, yo, the 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 biggest hustle in sports is to just stay injured and get the money. Shout out to John Wall.
0: <laughs> and we're gonna get to John Wall in just a second. We're gonna get to John Wall in just a second. So. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for Michael Porter Jr. But I see where the Nuggets are going. That's going to get this we got you locked we got you in a contract now for five years. You're you're making max money. Let's get this right and get you ready for next season. Um, but moving right along to <coughs> moving, moving right along to the injured players, we have John Wall down in Houston. Uh the reports came out today or well, last week, uh that John Wall talked with the Rockets and he expressed a, a desire to play. Um, because if you remember before the season started, the Rockets and John Wall mutually agreed that he would sit out while the Rockets pursue a trade of the often of the often injured point guard, who's also 31 years old and is making uh, whose sa- salary for the next two years is 91 million dollars. The worst contract in the NBA. The worst contract. Actually, no, it's, it's Russell Westbrook. But the worst contract in the NBA. At least, at, least Russell, at least Russell's playing. So, today. Today. John Wall made this statement. He says he... He denied a report that he views himself as the Rockets' number one option in a potential return. So this is what he said: uh, Jordan Schultz, uh, I forgot who he writes for, but he reported he tweeted, yeah, he tweeted today, uh, no, yesterday, that John Wall sees himself as the number one option on the Rockets should he return. Once one source says that's his main issue. He knows the team is rebuilding, but he also wants to have the green light at all times. So John Wall clapped back at him at that report from Jordan Sharks and he said, LOL, that's a lie. So, Houston has been unable to find a trade partner that would take on Wall particularly because of his contract. Uh, In 2017, he signed a four-year contract a max contract extension worth $170 million with the Washington Wizards and it's owed $91.7 million over the next two seasons. He's expected to pick up a player option with $47.4 million for the 2022 23 season, making teams hesitant to acquire him. My question Does John Wall come back? And is he a number one option? Mm.
1: No. Uh, I don't see him playing for the Houston Rockets. Uh, I just don't.
0: This motherfucker. Russell Wilson just threw a touchdown. Luckily, they have to go for two.
3: Mm-hmm. Who did he throw the touchdown to?
0: I missed it. Swing. eighteen, Whoever, to to Swain. Oh, I'm Which in the money. Me. Let's go. Which helps me big time. But Greg, <laughs> what about you? John Interception.
1: That's ball game. Yep. There's your ball game.
0: I'm just seeing the touchdown right now, but thanks for letting me know that it's going to end in an interception. <laughs> um, but uh, John Wong, does he come back to the Rockets this season? And is he really a number one option? Is he? Well, let me, let me rephrase that. If he's the number one option in Houston, if he does...
1: Greg,
3: I'm sorry. My sorry, my mic was acting crazy. so you good? No,
0: it was okay. Did you hear the question? He good to get? No, let's good do good. question. Okay, I see. First question, part one uh, A: Does John Wall come back to the Rockets this season? And one B: If he's the number one option, if he does.
3: No, no to both questions. I I just, just, at this point, you can't shop them because nobody wants that bag. And two, just no. Like, I I hope John Wall understands this and he, he gets it through his head. He bet on himself and lost. It's okay. Take what you can get, go to LA, get you a ring, and then after that, play for like Indiana and shit. Oh wow! I mean that shit Get your get your ring now And then go play for Indiana Indiana's going to give you that money And the thing is I want him to get his money Before homeboy in Boston gets his money Because if he Dictates getting a max contract uh, I'm talking about uh, What's his name, Schroeder If Schroeder gets oh. a max because of how he's played in Boston John Wall's never playing in the league again I'm telling you this now Wow if Dennis Schroeder gets a max, you, you, can, you can throw the baby and the bathwater out. John Wall will not, will not play in the league next year. And the reason why is Dennis Schroeder has a max contract.
1: Ooh. And I, I'm setting the precedence there. I know, Wall People, people Schroeder. <laughs> exactly.
3: Cause think about it. If he gets a max, how do you honestly look at John Wall and say, you know what? I'm gonna take that contract. The, the only way it works out for him is he goes to fucking Milwaukee or L.A. If he goes anywhere else, it's a dud. So okay, I, I, John Wall, John Wall better figure it out. Do I want him back in Washington? No, because he will ruin. He will ruin. What we have. And when I say we, I'm not even a Washington Wizards fan, but as a DC fan, nobody is bigger than the team right now. And I love it. I fucking love it. The last thing we need is John Wall coming in being Mr. Legacy and needing to be about him and playing 16 games. Nope. Fuck exactly.
1: that. Stay where you at. Stay where the fuck yeah, you are. I mean, you at. He, coming he in games. young anyway. Yep. Right. I don't want him in East. I want him in Houston. Yep.
0: <laughs> okay, so we have a actually our correspondent from the streets has joined us for a special announcement. And we're gonna play that right now. Here
5: we go. Hey, what it do, my guys? I know I'm pulling a mad late, but what it do, Y B A B. The best sports stereo on stereo, with Hey Greg, QDZ, and Lou. What do do, my guys? Are you guys watching this fucking crazy ass Seattle versus Washington game? I I, I never seen such buffoonery in my life, my man. This is one funny ass game. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I hate the fact that we're watching it right now, but.
3: Just like all games that Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson are in, it's pretty fucking entertaining. It's pretty entertaining. um I just need to know why that play was overturned. It was supposed to
1: be Seattle's ball because he touched you the know ball about? before it went the full ten yards. Disgusting! Yeah. Disgusting.
3: Mind you, he touched. Uh-uh. Fuck it. it not, all, all I'm gonna say is Dallas, y'all better tighten up because right now y'all supposed to be the number one, number two seed in the NFC. Washington about to be number four and win a playoff game. Heard so you here first. I love it I take.
0: I love it. You love to hear it. All right. So our last discussion that I want to have about the NBA and this news came out today as well. Actually I think it came out yesterday. But DeMarcus Cousins is going to, is signing a one year non guarantee deal with the Milwaukee Bucks. My question to you is, does Demarcus Cousins
3: have anything left in the tank? Yo, DeMarcus Cousins is one of the most overrated fucking players in the NBA. This shit is disgusting. He's terrible. Um when I say he's terrible, he, he, he's he, he was good when it lasted in Sacramento. Ever since then, it's like yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, did, did he get? He got a ring with the Lakers, right? I, I, I hope he got a uh, ring. With Lakers. No, no, he was handed. No, because he, he was. He was. I thought he was team. out that season, but he played, so he was eligible to get a ring. So somebody fact check yeah. me, but basic, basically, Demarcus Cousins. He's like, I'm going anywhere where a team won the ring the year before. He's literally been doing this for the past four years, and Cousins. I don't want to say he's done because he he can be like Dwight Howard when we thought Dwight Howard was done and he come back and this motherfucker is like, oh, he's actually pretty good. Oh, a lot that's different. But Demarcus Cousins, he's only as good as he is healthy, which means he's not good.
1: So yeah, Demarcus, no, he did not win a ring. He didn't. Okay. So oh, because they traded him. That 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 is right. They did trade him, right? So they cut him.
3: Oh, they cut him. cut him. I mean, yeah. Think about it. If LeBron wants to cut you, and pretty much <laughs> he has everybody, that means you must have been garbage. So, if if the king cuts you,
1: you're garbage. Sorry. Okay. Dog treated. Yeah. Well, whatever right, the so, whatever the king says goes. Absolutely. So we have two more messages from Loshimik.
5: And let's play them right now Well they said It was an illegal formation They said One of the guys was Too far on One of the hash marks Uh, But this guy Was all the way in the middle of the fucking field And there was no way He was going to get to the football Quicker than anybody else on the On the team so uh, I I, I don't understand that call Either Okay,
0: that makes a lot of sense. that makes a lot of sense. I didn't watch the,
5: the last play, but uh, anyway, I'm glad that we won. Yeah, big up to you guys, man. That's right. There we hey guys, I got a quick, a, a really quick question for you, um, and this question was um, asked to me by Habibi. Habibi wants to know what is Demarcus Cousins' cousin' name. Maybe I ask it again. What is the Marcus Cousins name?
2: Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, That's shit.
1: Man. Oh man! <laughs> cousin, cousin. <laughs>
0: that <was pretty> good.
1: <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs>
0: oh man! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh okay. All right. Awards. Oh, Eddie? Yeah, I got Eddie this week. <laughs>
1: I do I, I don't have anything this week I don't have anything
0: uh,
1: I, I have an award um for Odell Beckham
3: sir you oh, actually boy. had a good game yards I'm, I'm I'm actually impressed I, I feel like la was the best decision looking at it now I will say though um the force in the ball Matt Stafford you can't do that with Odell Um, not at the detriment of Cooper Cup. Don't ruin a good team trying to be Baker Mayfield. Win the games you're supposed to win by throwing to the players who are open and willing to catch the ball. When Odell is in triple coverage, he don't need the ball. Let me repeat. He doesn't need the fucking ball. Win the games. Odell has to understand it's not about you getting your receptions, it's about you getting your wins. You getting wins means you get what? Eventually, rings. You don't want to be a decorated quarter, um a, dec- a decorated wide receiver who's never got it done. Don't be that. Trust me. There are there are a lot of good players who never want a ring. You know who isn't one of those? Antonio Brown. And you know what happened with Antonio Brown? He had to be, you know what happened. He got humble. He won a fucking ring. Odell, I'm telling you this now: you'll never play with Britt. You won't play with the quarterback who will deal with your shit because they already know how to win. Odell's always gonna play with the quarterback who is just like, you know what? They're pretty good. Let's just hope they get it done. So, with with that being said, this award is. It's not even an award. It's it's an honorable mention, Odell. I I hope this decision makes you happy because the Rams deserve a Super Bowl this year. And this is from an Arizona Cardinal fan. The Rams deserve a Super Bowl because if they don't get it this year, I'm going to be the first person to tell you they're not going to get it. Well, yeah, they're not. Uh, well
0: they have to do it this year because Cliff Kingsbury is being rumored to end up in Oklahoma as the Oklahoma Sooners new head coach. And he only has one he only has one more year left on his contract. So I'm gonna leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. And with that being said, where can they find you on social media?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Little Italy. That's L-I-T-T-L-I-T-A-L-Y. On to you, Greg. You can find
3: me running up and down the court, holding my dick like LeBron. I
4: don't
1: even know where that came
0: from. And that play got uh, suspended. They got suspended for uh, fine for last week, they played the Pacers. Uh, um, and, and you can find me, chasing and Taylor Honeykey saying great fucking win. You can follow the show on Twitter at Why We Bothered. You can follow us on Instagram, that fucking fake ass site at Young Black Pod. With that being said, uh, I like, Said early in the show that next week I will be back in my hometown. So, this was the final episode in the garage with the low, <laughs> the, the low as, as you all say, the low budget Wi Fi. <laughs> until next week, until, until you hear us next week, make this, a, make this the best week you can you can ever make it be and that being said we will see you next time thank you for listening to this episode of young black and brothers what's this everyone have a a good
1: evening and rest of your day y'all take care peace out peace y'all
4: hey do you have the wi-fi password